You're listening to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast, where we aim to simplify online business so you can make more money. Now, here's your host, Derek Gale. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast. This is your host, Derek Gale. And in this episode, I want to demystify search engine marketing or search engine optimization or SEO or SEM or whatever we want to call it. I, I, effectively, I want to demystify the whole process of getting your website to rank well for good keywords that are going to drive quality visitors to your website for free. Now, you know, there's no denying Google's a behemoth, Google's massive, and it and it's still probably the biggest source of free traffic that most businesses can tap into. Now, that being said, over the past really five, six years, Google has made some uh, massive changes to their algorithm and and determining how they are going to rank and who they're going to rank for what keywords. And, uh, you know, here's the upside. You know, a lot of people say uh, SEO is dead and uh the fact is, is nothing can be further from the truth. And, you know, I'm living proof of that. I have websites that are generating tens of thousands of high quality, unique visitors every single month. And it doesn't cost a penny uh, per click because it's Google sending it to us for free. And so the fact is, is you can still tap into this massive source of traffic. But the game has changed over the years. And here's what I love about the way the game has actually changed is the fact that gaming the system is no longer uh, as easy as it used to be. And so what that means is real companies, real websites, real people that have real content and are willing to go out there and do real work to offer real value have the potential to now get tap into that traffic and not have to worry about fighting off the guys that were using all the uh, strategies that were gaming Google's algorithm. And so, look, you know, search engine traffic is still high quality. Uh, If you get a visitor from Google, typically they will convert uh, much higher than the equivalent traffic off of many other sources. And, you know, there's lots of psychology and reasons behind that. But in simplest terms, if somebody searches on Google and they find you on the first page in the organic listings, that's like Google saying to them, hey, you are... This is the website that is, you know, the number three best website in the world for that keyword. So you have inherent credibility. You know, when somebody clicks on an ad, uh, it's a different psychology. They have a different mindset when they arrive on your website versus finding you on Google. It's like when somebody, uh, it's almost as good as when somebody posts a link on their website and says, hey, I found this awesome resource. Go check it out. Getting a referral that way. Uh, so it's really high quality traffic. But again, you know, when you're new to this whole world of internet marketing and search engine marketing and digital business, it can be really overwhelming as well. Because once you start going down this rabbit hole of how do I rank my website uh, for, you know, keywords in Google, what you're faced with is a whole bunch of contradicting opinions and advice and strategies and solutions. And it, it can be hard to know who to trust and, you know, what's for real and what isn't. And um, so I want to preface what I'm about to share with you here with, you know, guys, I have nothing to gain from this. I don't sell SEO services. 
I'm not in the search engine marketing game. I do it every day in my own businesses on my own websites. I show my clients how to do it, but I don't sell any SEO services. All I care about is figuring out what works so my websites will rank well. And I have websites in a variety of different niches that rank very, very well for a whole variety of keywords. You know, generating collectively tens of thousands of unique, high-quality visitors a month. And so what I'm going to share with you here is, you know, it's the from the trenches. Here's what we're doing. Here's what's working. Uh, take it as you, you know, t- take it and do with it as you like. Uh, it works for me and I'm not trying to sell you anything here. And uh, that's the, one of the problems in the world of SEO is so many companies out there have an end game. You know, the people that you go to to learn about SEO are typically trying to tell you, sell you their solution. So, of course, they're going to tell you uh, X works and Y doesn't. And this is the hottest thing that's happening today. And if you don't do this, you're, you know, the world's going to come crashing down around you. Okay. That's not what this is about. What this is, is here's the three things that if you're getting started or you have a website that you want to start doing better with in Google, start getting that free traffic. These are the three things you need to be thinking about. These are the three things you need to be doing. And once you understand this, this becomes your framework for decision-making. And what I mean by that is when you go out and you start looking at the different solutions that are out there, when you get that email that says, Google has changed everything you were doing no longer works and the, you know, the sky is falling. You can look at whatever it is they're recommending and say, okay, does it fit within that framework I learned from Derek on that podcast? Is it supporting one of these three things? And if it is, and it's helping me do one of these three things better, then it has validity. Uh, Does that mean you should stop doing everything else you're doing? Heck no, you still need to be doing these. So let's break it down. What are these three things that you you need to do if you want to start ranking well in Google? And, you know, let me preface this with... um, are, are you guaranteed to rank well for everything that you do? Absolutely not. Um, are you guaranteed this will work? No, because um, nothing's guaranteed in the world of SEO. You know, the fact is, is nobody can guarantee anything in SEO because you're working with an algorithm that nobody completely understands except Google itself. What I can tell you is if you take these three things and you continue to do uh, and use these three things over and over and over again, you're going to build up your organic traffic over time and you will get results. Now, is this an overnight traffic strategy? No. You know, back in the really early days uh, of SEO, yeah, you could have a site ranking well within weeks. But if you have a new site, a new domain that doesn't have any authority, doing that today is very, very difficult. So, you know, and this goes back to diversification of your traffic sources. You know, I would never rely on free traffic from Google as my primary traffic source. You need to diversify your traffic sources. And this is just one of those sources. And and, and this is a topic for a whole other podcast. But, um, you know, I just wanted to preface this with this is a long-term plan. And what is long-term? Because I know that's what people are asking. Well, geez, Derek, okay, so what's long-term? And again, that totally depends on your business and your niche. Long-term, when you are in a, um, a, a much less competitive niche with a lot of long-tail keywords that have very low competition, well, 
long term could be 90 days, 60 days even. But if you're in a really competitive niche with a ton of competitors that are really good at SEO, well, who knows? This could be a, a year plus before you start to see results. So again, there's no one size fits all in the world of SEO. Anybody who tells you that is either um, either doesn't know what they're talking about or they're trying to sell you something. All right. Uh, so let's jump into this. What is the very first thing that you need to do if you want to rank well in Google? Well, the foundation of any any good search engine campaign is the keyword research. And the keyword research is, in particular, going out and finding keywords that have low enough competition and are going to reach the best potential buyer and bring them to your website. And in the world of SEO, uh, the key words that when you're getting started, you need to focus on are long tail keywords. Now, what's a long tail keyword? A long tail keyword is a keyword that is effectively very descriptive. Okay. And so let's, let's, um, Let's take dog training. If you go to Google and you type in the keyword dog training, you're going to get very large websites, very big media sites, potentially websites that have huge authority, and uh, they're going to be very hard to knock off that spot. So the likelihood of ranking for that keyword it, it, anytime soon is quite low. And, and at the end of the day, you know, the fact of the matter is, is dog training is so general that the quality of traffic you'd get from it, although it may be higher volume, the quality may not be that great because it, it is too general. You know, like, let me tell you a quick story. Um, back in uh, 2006 or seven, somewhere in there, I decided, hey, I wanted to rank number one for the keyword internet marketing. When somebody searched internet marketing, I wanted to come up. And, uh, you know, so I went out and I invested. I bought the key, the domain name, internetmarketing.com. I don't own that anymore. I sold that with my last company. Um, but I had marketingtips.com and internetmarketing.com. And after uh, a ton of work, optimization, and doing everything right, those ranked. I, I didn't just rank number one for internet marketing. I had the number one and the number two spot for internet marketing. And did it get lots of traffic? Yeah, it did. But the traffic was so damn general, it didn't convert worth a darn. So, uh, you know, again, I would have been better off uh, focusing on long tail keywords like, you know, small business internet marketing, internet marketing course, internet marketing training, stuff that would have indicated they were more interested in what I had uh, and what my product offer was. And that comes back to, you know, congruency between the keyword to your listing to what your offering is. Again, that's a whole other topic. But uh, uh, my point here is, is you want to go out and identify keywords, long tail keywords, descriptive keywords that have low competition. And are they going to be super high traffic? Absolutely not. They're not going to be super high traffic. But what they are going to be is they're going to drive you good quality traffic. And secondly, they're going to be much easier to rank for. Because if you go out and you start typing in long tail keywords, so rather than dog training, we typed in um, how to train a dog not to bark. Okay, What you're going to find is 
more specific websites and not the big media websites that are the hard ones to knock off, okay? Once you get into the long tail keywords, this is where you find a lot of the smaller websites are actually ranking. And at the end of the day, it may be a fraction of the traffic, but the traffic it is sending you, you know exactly what they're looking for. So you can create an offer that is going to be congruent with the reason they're at your website and create a much higher conversion. All right. So um, circling back to, to the whole point of this, though, is the foundation of any good search engine campaign is picking the right keywords. If you pick keywords that are too generic um, or too competitive, you're not going to rank for them. And if you do rank for them, the quality of traffic you're going to get is going to be poor. They're not going to convert. So you have to find the right keywords that are going to draw your audience in uh, to your website. But people that are actually interested in what you have to offer. And there's lots of great tools out there for keyword research. I mean, one of the key uh, tools I've used for many, many years is Market Samurai. And the beauty of what Market Samurai does, and keep in mind, this isn't mine, um, but I'll, you know, I'll include a link to it in the show notes here for you. uh, And you can just take a free trial of it. What Market Samurai does is it goes out and it pulls keyword data, but it doesn't just tell you how many people are searching. It'll show you uh, how many people are competing for those as well and how good the competition is. So those are all critical elements to the keyword. And again, you know, people get all excited about creating content and backlinks and stuff like that, and they never put in enough time to figure out what are the keywords that I need to focus on that have low competition, that have reasonable demand, meaning there's people searching for them, that I stand a chance of ranking for and building out a a whole platform of keywords to start pursuing. Now, I'm going to let you in on a little trick. If you already have a website and uh, you are wondering what keywords if you already have a website that's been established for a while google's indexed it um, and you're maybe you're not getting a lot of organic traffic there's probably a bunch of keywords that you are ranking for you're just not ranking for them anywhere near the first page so that so nobody's actually seeing them and so i and i did this just the other day in one of my mastermind groups because one of my clients said to me hey i have this website um but i'm not getting enough organic traffic and she's like you know where do i start what keywords do i start with and i said well you've been doing a lot of marketing for this website through social channels stuff like that the site's getting a reasonable amount of traffic google knows it's there they've already indexed it so i said what keywords have they already indexed it for and said this website is related to these keywords. And to figure that out, simply go into your Google Webmaster Tools account and under, uh, I, I think it's under search, under queries, you can see what keywords you're already ranking for in Google's eyes and they'll tell you what your average ranking is for that. So the exercise I took her through is we went in and we said, okay, what are the keywords that you're already ranking for? And we found a whole bunch of really good keywords, but she was ranked in the, you know, 55, 65, 75th spot for those. And uh, so is she getting any traffic? Heck no. Nobody's seeing those because rarely does somebody ever click to page six or seven in the listings. So what she can do, though, she can say, okay, so Google's already recognized that, you know, I'm number 60 in the rankings for this keyword. 
And that's a good keyword. I want to be on page number one for it. You've already got a head start with that. Google's already ranked you. So now let's continue to optimize around that keyword. Let's promote uh, that, that, uh, that page that is ranking for that keyword and continue to create high authority links to it and, and, and boost that up through internal link structure, stuff like that. And, and I'm not going to get into that level of detail on this call. But my point is, is if you don't know where to start and you've had a website that's up for a while, open up your Google Webmaster Tools, have a look at the queries that you're already ranking for, and what you'll find is there's probably a lot that you may be in the top 100 for, but you need to get into that top 20 or that top 10 to get on page one and two to get any clicks from it. So a little bit more effort and more pushing on that is going to move you up because Google's already identified that you are a an authority in that space. So keywords. That is the foundation. You get the keywords wrong or you run blindly ahead without identifying what keywords you want to rank for, well, pointless, okay? So make sure you get your keywords right. There's lots of good tools out there. Uh, One of my favorites is Market Samurai. Uh, I'll include a link to a trial of that. You can try it out um, below the the video in the show notes here. And uh, when you're looking for a keyword research tool, the reason I, I like Marcus Samurai, and this isn't this isn't a you know I don't want this turned to a sales pitch for Marcus Samurai, but one of the reasons I do like it is it not only does it um, uh, do keyword research, so it'll help you generate lists of up to eight hundred keywords. It'll also help you assess the competition of those keywords. So it'll show you you know how many websites are competing for it. It'll show you the potential traffic you can get from it. But it'll also say okay of the top ten websites that are ranking for this keyword, how good are they? And uh, it uses a special algorithm and a color coding system to make that very easy to figure out. So make sure you do the keyword research, which now brings us to uh, the second pillar of your successful search engine optimization. And that is having really good content, high quality, well-optimized content. Gone are the days of just hiring uh, writers to produce content for the sake of producing content. Because, look, for content to work, historically, you know, you could have somebody go out there and create, uh, you know, crappy content. But as long as it had the keywords in it, uh, heck, you could spin it. Didn't even have to be. Um, Uh, readable and it could still rank well as long as you had enough of it. That's changed. Now Google is really looking for high quality content and this really goes back to engagement as well. So right now in this world of SEO, today you're hearing lots of people talk about engagement and if people aren't staying on your page, engaging with your content, um, clicking, reading, scrolling, it's not going to rank well. And so everybody's, you know, saying engagement, engagement, engagement. And so everybody's focused on engagement, but really the answer to engagement is offering really high quality content that people want to engage with. And so what does high quality content look like? Well, you know, over the years, this has changed. You know, one point there was, you know, your blog post should be no more than 500 words and um, should have an image. And uh, look, today, 
I can tell you what I'm seeing working better and what I'm seeing working better is longer articles, longer posts with lots of imagery, with with video in it. Um, and, and Google's liking that. And I think Google's liking that not because it has all those components, but because people are engaging with it more. The more images it has, the more likely they're going to engage with it. If there's video, something they can watch, something they can do, more stuff for them to click on, the better. But not only is it about having that high quality stuff that offers value that people want to stick around and read and engage with. It's also making sure that you're optimizing it at the most basic format. So you're including the keywords that you actually want to rank for in it. Okay. So, and that's easy to do. I mean, if you're using WordPress, go grab the Yoast uh, SEO for WordPress plugin. Make sure you're optimizing your titles, your meta titles, your meta descriptions, using the keyword strategically throughout your page. You know, that's going to give you the basic optimization as well. But, uh, you know, back to the foundation of this principle, that is you need to create good content that people want to read. And what is good content? Good content is something that offers value, that teaches them something, that shows them something that has a really good headline that grabs their attention and then gives them value and is engaging and potentially calls them to action to click on something else so they further engage with your website. And, you know, look, I'll probably do a podcast later on more about engagement and how to get people to click and how to get people to go to different parts of your website. But just know that high quality content is key. What is high quality content? Well, go look at, go look at the websites in your industry and the pages that are ranking right? What are they doing on those pages? So that's number two, high quality, well-optimized content. And what does optimized mean? Well, at a basic level, using the keyword throughout, but at a higher level, making sure it's optimized to grab people's attention, bring them into the article, offer value. And there's lots of strategies to do that. Which brings us to the third pillar. And here's, here's where... You know, I know I'll get some people that will disagree with me and uh, and, and they can disagree all day long. Uh, but, I, you know, again, I base what I'm teaching on uh, what I know works. Right. And uh, the fact is, is if you go out and you do your keyword research and you have a website that is full of fantastic content, but you never go out there and get any backlinks from other high authority websites, you're not going to rank. Okay, so, you know, there's been this big swing in the world of SEO where people are saying, don't worry about building backlinks, build great content and and uh, and everything else will be great. Drive traffic and everything else will be great. Well, yeah, will Google find you? Yeah. Will they index you? Yeah. But if you're competing against websites that do have good backlinks, are you going to beat them? No, you're not. You need to build some backlinks. What's a backlink? A backlink is a link from somebody else's website to yours. Now, this is a whole other can of worms, but in its most basic format, you want to, once you've created good content, find other people that like that content and get them to link to your website or to link to that content within your website off of their website. And, you know, there's lots of different ways to go out there and to get backlinks. And again, I think that's a whole other podcast for you. But, uh, you know, the fact is, is there's all this buzz about social signals and social affecting SEO and stuff like that. But if you talk to anybody that's in the industry on a regular basis, that's getting good results, 
you know, do we use social signals? Absolutely. But would I, you know, would I rather have, you know, a thousand likes on Facebook or uh, a link from a, you know, a PR9 high, high authority website in my niche? Holy cow, I would take a, a link from a high PR in a second because that's going to have a much bigger impact having links from these other websites. And the fact is, is there's lots of ways to get good links as long as your website is offering value. So if you have a website that has good content that other people want or people have followings that they want, getting them to link to you is not that difficult or finding ways to get your content published on their website with links back is not that difficult. Or yeah, look, I mean, again, I think I just came up with another podcast episode as you know, you know, a dozen ways to jumpstart your backlinking. And I could go on about that and I will. But again, this is about the framework. So the third pillar in your framework is once you have good content, the good content on its own is not enough. You need to get out there and you need to build those backlinks to that content. You need to go out there and effectively market your content and get other people linking to it. And, you know, a great way to do this is to go out there and and if you find a website that... um that you think, hey, I could create a piece of content they'd want to link to. Absolutely. Go ahead and do that. If, you know, an, another strategy, and I'm totally, I don't want to go down this backlink rabbit hole today because I could be at it all day. But I mean, there's so many creative ways to do that. If you're ever on somebody's website uh, in your niche and you click on a link and you find that link's broken and it was referring to something. So for example, let's go back to dog training. If I was on a dog training website and, um, and I found, uh, a, you know, a link to an article on how to choose the right uh, training leash for your dog and I clicked on it and that was broken, I could sit down, quickly create a piece of content, how to choose the top training leash, approach that person and say, hey, I noticed this link is broken. Um, I have an article that I think answers that question. Would you like to link to that? And what you're going to find is broken link building is a terrific strategy and there's a whole platform around that to go just help people fill in broken links on their websites, right? So, I mean, again, there's lots of creative ways to do this and if you go check out uh, some great websites like backlinko.com uh, or, or, you know, any legitimate backlink building sort of um, website that's teaching that, you'll find there's lots of strategies out there. And, and... <sighs> If you call it backlinking, you know, Google's going to get their shackles up because they don't want you to build backlinks. So let me ask you this, though. If you said to Google, I'm out there marketing my content because I want to I want to share this. and I'd love to get other people to link to this content. It offers value. Google would say, hey, that's fantastic. But if you said to Google, I want to get backlinks from these websites, they go, oh, no, no, no. You're not supposed to go out there and try and build backlinks. Well, Look, it's all the perception, right? So uh, so in summary, the three pillars are find the right keywords. Start off with good long tail keywords that have low competition. Use a tool like Market Samurai to you know, find the keywords. Make sure that the competition's low enough. Make sure that, that they're going to attract quality buyers to your website. And then... Make sure you're producing high quality content that offers real value that are not just boring articles. Rather, they're optimized with imagery, possibly with video. Uh, and at, 
its most basic optimization, you're using a plugin like Yoast SEO for WordPress to optimize those pages for the keyword you want it to rank for. And then finally, once you've created good content, don't just, you know, <laughs> if you build it, they will come is not a good link building strategy. You need to go out there and market that content. Find ways to get links to it, to build value to it, to find people that need that content, to engage with other people in your industry, to find ways to get your stuff published on their websites, linking back to your websites. And again, that's another topic for another podcast. But now you have the foundation. Good quality keywords, good targeted long tail keywords built on with high quality, well-optimized content that you're then actively out there driving links to, marketing that content. And if you do that and you're patient with that, over time, you're going to get results. Is it going to happen overnight? No. If you choose the wrong keywords, are you going to get a good result? No. So you need to do it right. But now that you have this framework, as you start delving into this world of SEO, you now can measure all of the different solutions, the tools, the 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 strategies against this framework. And if they support the framework, then they're probably relevant. If they don't, then you probably want to stay away from them. So on that note, hopefully I've helped demystify what it really takes to get ranked in Google. Guys, I'm living proof. I love Google. Google sends me tons of traffic. Yeah, and do I love Google every day? Absolutely not. They can frustrate the heck out of me. Their lack of transparency, um, their changes. I've seen a lot of good businesses have the rugs pulled out from under them with no explanation, no recourse. But the one thing I do know about Google is um, I think most of those massive algorithmic changes that happened over the past four or five years are starting to calm down because Google's really fine-tuned that algorithm. Not to say it couldn't change, but you know we've been passing through this last year without any massive upsets in, its, uh, in the algorithm. And uh, what it comes down to is doing these three things really well, doing them high quality, and you're going to tap into that traffic. But again, diversify, never rely on one source of traffic, period. It can change. And right now, if your business is completely driven by one source of traffic, be it Facebook, be it Google, be it paid ads, whatever it is, you're playing a dangerous game. Because if there's one thing I know for certain about the internet after being online for, I'm pushing 20 years, is the only thing that is guaranteed is change and it is going to change. So continuing to diversify is going to build a reliable, consistent stream of traffic and income and security because if one of those goes away, you have other ones to fall back on. So there you go. Hope you guys learned something in this episode, in the coming episodes of the Entrepreneur Ignited podcast. We have some absolutely terrific interviews and training coming up. And again, my goal here, guys, is when you leave these interviews, you have something you can apply. You have real strategies. This isn't theory. This isn't fluff. This isn't hype. This is from in the trenches, real entrepreneurs doing it and how you can take it and apply it to your business. So if you enjoyed this podcast and you are an iTunes user, please go to iTunes, subscribe, and more importantly, leave a review, leave a rating. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, 
Again, if you're an Android user, you can find us on SoundCloud uh, or through really any of the podcasting apps that are offered through the Google Play Store and also at entrepreneurignited.com forward slash podcast where you can stream all the episodes live from the website and you will also find any show notes from an episode. So if I mentioned the URL and you maybe you missed it, just head over to the podcast on that website. You'll find all the links in the show notes there for you, plus a high quality transcription if you want to read it instead of listen to it. So there you go. Thank you very much. Have a fantastically productive and prosperous week, and we'll see you in the next episode. You're listening to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast, where we aim to simplify online business so you can make more money. 